0: I was reading an interesting article the other day on um, why Americans and British have different accents, and um, it, I, know, I, I found, found it kind of fascinating because you know as a, as a British colony, we all started talking the same way. And one of the things in the article that they get they, they have a specific word for it, but. One of the major differences in pronunciation that we have, um, probably the most pronounced, is the R. In in the United States we tend to attach and pronounce the R and attach it to everything. So um, if we say Mark was in a dark park, R, 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 R you know. So but the British uh, they would say they, they don't say the, they, they don't say it in the same way. It'd be a mock was in a dog hawk. you know and so and i 'm not saying that with a british accent, but they 're not saying they are you know? <laughs> so it's uh so anyway, I, I thought that that was kind of uh, interesting you know uh, just the, you know s- some of those linguistic differences and they, they they one of the things that they they're speculating is that there was a certain time where uh, some of the british elite thought that that sounded more erudite or more educated and stuff like that. And so that's how the kind of the British elite... And so even now, like in, when you go to Boston, you know, in Boston they don't, they don't say the, ah, oh, they're at the Harvard Yacht, we're going to the Harvard Yacht. You know, so they... Uh, they And so, in some of those areas that were still you know kind of tied to england they they in even in the United States, they have a similar so anyway it was but we could talk about accents and and different things like that you know, all day long, but uh, one of the reasons I, I was thinking about that is is sometimes just those differences in pronunciation can make certain things stand out in our mind and and what I was thinking about was in uh, in Philadelphia, there was one of the priests there who had a, a strong philly accent. <laughs> And uh, he was preaching one time, and, and I think it was not only because it rhymed, but it was because of the way he pronounced it that for us, from Nebraska, we thought it was kind of funny, uh, you know because he was talking about uh, having an uh, an attitude of gratitude uh, and uh, but the way he, we heard it and with our nebraska ears this was, was attitude of gratitude and so we talked about always having an attitude of gratitude and uh and uh anyway um so so the re- again i was thinking about having an attitude of gratitude today uh because of the um of the uh today's gospel and um and there's kind of a theme of gratitude here, um, because we have these ten lepers that go, and they're calling out to Jesus, and they're asking for Him to to heal them, and and Jesus, um, and He Jesus grants their request. So you go show yourself to the priest, and as they were going, they're cleansed and they're healed of this leprosy. And leprosy was obviously a horrible disease, and it. But one of the things that it really caused them to be was to be outcasts from their society because it's a contagious disease. And so they had to kind of live in these uh, community uh, uh, leper colonies and, and, you know, sometimes relatives would leave them food, but they were basically cast out of society and they were kind of um, forgotten. And so, so this was really a, um, it was a horrible, you know, death sentence, not only to have the disease and know that you're going to die, but then also to be separated from from your community and all your friends and family and loved ones, and so they're they're asking for this healing, and and they they are healed, and this one returns, and, and again he's a, he's a Samaritan, and Samaritans were not really well thought of in Jewish society, but here he is, the one that actually comes back to say thank you to Jesus for granting um, this gift of healing, and Jesus says, you know. All ten of them were, you guys were cleansed for the other ones. And they're, you know, they're probably just so excited that they, you know, just kind of forgot, maybe, I don't know. Uh, where are the other nine, has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? He said, stand up and go, your faith has saved you. But I think for us as as Christians, having that attitude of gratitude is is something that is very important. And and I think there's really two aspects of gratitude um, that we want to think about, because, um when when we base, uh, if, if we think about, in, in order to be eucharistic people, the word Eucharistine in, in uh, from which we get eucharist in Greek means thanksgiving or to give thanks, and so if we want to be truly eucharistic people, we have to be people of gratitude, and and to be thankful for God, and so so I think that there's there's two important aspects uh, of gratitude that we we want to focus on in our lives, and the first is. Uh, is one acknowledging the gift. And and so this is kind of, you know, and so, so this Samaritan here, he, he acknowledges, he, he realizes the source of the one who has given him the gift. It's it's Jesus. And so, so he runs back right away and finds Jesus and falls down at his feet and, you know, says, thank you. And, um, and, and so, so acknowledging the source of the gift is something that is important. Um, because when we, when we really think about it, anything that we have is, is a gift. Anything that we have has been given to us, you know, ultimately by, by Almighty God. And so acknowledging, you know, our very life, you know, is a gift, you know, from, from God. And so we have to acknowledge it. The fact that we are held in existence by God, you know, is a gift. Uh, anything good that we have in our life is... Is a gift the fact that we have food that we have air that we have you know whatever it is we want to be to acknowledge that this is really a gift it's a gift from God and so so that first part of of that attitude of gratitude of is is being being thankful to God and, and acknowledging the source of the gift and, and so recognizing the gift and then acknowledging the source of the gift is is, is so important because sometimes we can have gifts, but we don't want to uh, necessarily acknowledge them. And, and it, by not acknowledging them, you know, because we can say, you know, oh, I'm not good at anything, you know, and you know, in a certain sense, that's a false humility. You know, there are each of us has various gifts and talents, and that, that we have been given. And so, to acknowledge the gift is to really is to acknowledge the source of the gift, and, and that is so important. And so, so in acknowledging the gift and in acknowledging the source, then we want to be able to use the gift. You know, what do we do with gifts that we aren't really fond of? You know, it's like, oh, thank you. You you know, I don't know, the the perfume or cologne that smells like turpentine. You know, I don't know. Uh, uh, You know, the the things that we're not really that thankful for, they end up in a drawer. Or we end up re-gifting them to somebody else. You know, it's like, oh, this would be perfect for, you know, so and so. So so we we don't use them. So, so the but the things that we're really thankful for, the things that we really, you know, eh, that we're given as gifts, we use them, and and we use them in the purpose that they've been intended uh, for by the gift giver. And when we're able to do that, that's that's an acknowledgement of the gift, but it's also then using it, and it's putting that gift into service. And so, so any gift then that we acknowledge that and uh, that we have received from God then. We want to be able to find ways to use that for the glory of God, because that's what the gift is. The gift is not simply intended for us. For our, you know, it, it is intended for us, but but with the gifts, God also wants us to share the gift. You know, it, it, we don't want it to turn inward on ourselves. But we want that that gift to give joy not only to us, but then that that gift is meant to. To, to build up the whole community. So then using so so acknowledging the gift, acknowledging the source of the gift, and then finally using the gift in accord with the one that is given to us is really that is what is an attitude of gratitude. And when we live in that way, then we really live that Eucharistic life. You know, think about the Eucharist itself, you know, the gift of Jesus, it's very body, blood, soul, and divinity are given to us in the Eucharist. You know, this is my body. And so by acknowledging that, by accepting that gift, by receiving communion, by having that communion with him, and then going out and, and with, filled with grace and, and building up the community of God. You know, that's, that, that's ultimately how we live out our lives as Eucharistic people. So let us really strive uh, as the Samaritan leper that is healed to have that attitude of gratitude, to, to, uh, to recognize the gifts that we begin acknowledge the source, and then ultimately to use those gifts for the glory of God.